Last time, Dylan and Andrew were about to record another episode. Will they do it? Let's find out. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And we're here to talk about episode 78, The Nemesis, part two. Yes. It is, it is part two of The Nemesis. Following part one. Correct. Which but we there is no part three. <laughs> also correct. I mean, uh, yeah, next next up's the battle. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. Uh, How do we do this? I, I don't know. It's been so long. It has it's, not. It's been literally um, several days. <laughs> maybe a week. Countless um, hours. Oh, yeah. I can't even count them. Um, this is uh, track nine on album five, Daring Deeds, Sinister Schemes. Uh, off which most of these episodes, all of the episodes we've covered so far for uh, Blackard have been on this album. This is also the episode that uh, the cover art features. That's true. So that has, it has uh, Tom Sparn on fire, um, which I don't know. That's just something I always, when I'm like listening to Odyssey, like whenever the album artwork happens in the show, like yep. I always try to make a point of remembering that or like noticing yes. it. No, or I'm looking for it. I'm at glad. Least. I'm glad. I'm happy when we bring it up because I often forget and yeah. I'm sad. Yeah. Um. Uh. When did this first air? Oh, it aired July fifteenth of nineteen eighty nine. Oh boy. We have not broken into the nineties yet. Not yet. Um. Written and directed by Phil Lawler, mm-hmm. same as the previous episode, and uh, not really anything in the way of voice cast for this episode. Um, we've got Bob Luttrell voicing uh, Misters Donahue and Fenster, and Walker Edmonston verse voicing Mr. Hernsby. And Mr. that's literally just the people who say I in the meeting. William Standaforth Donahue is uh, a character in a Mountain Goat song. <laughs> what a cut. Sorry. <laughs> that's, yep, that's obviously what they're referencing here. Yeah. In the 80s. Yes. Um, like 20 years before it came out. Right. So, yeah. Uh, they, I, I think it's hilarious that those people are credited as the eyes. But, oh. Oh, yes. I mean, but, let it, you know, they they got to get their, their 15 minutes, you know. All right. You good if I just roll the promo? I think that that's what I don't know what, what else do. to talk no, about. No, well, it's a part two. There's not much yeah. else to say. That's true. Coming up on Adventures in Odyssey, yes. bad things begin happening in Odyssey when Dr. Regis Blackguard yes. tries to open up a place that's almost as fun as wit's end. Blackguard's castle will also employ computers, the very latest in technology. Well, are you going to hire her? No. Whitaker's hold over her is too great. Find out what happens on the next Adventure in Odyssey. Yes. 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 My voice cannot even get that deep. No. Um, okay. Here's a thing that's never crossed my mind until just now. Are these early intros Paul McCusker? Because that sounds surprisingly like Glossman doing the uh it might doing be. the announcement. That would make a lot of sense. I as soon as it I said it like, as soon as I thought it, I was like, but like that's the the first bit of that sounds so Glossman-y. Yeah. Paul McCusker, was he on this episode? Yeah, as Glossman. Yeah, okay. Hmm. 
I kind of wonder if he's doing the early ones. I think that he. I think uh, that would make a lot of sense because he's. Is he? Does he do sound engineering? What does he do? What he executive producer. executive producer. Yeah. Of yeah. He, I mean, he write, writes and directs quite yeah, a bit. So but it would make sense that he Paul would Custer, be in charge of producer. writing and producing the promo. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if if any of you guys know who voices the promos. I would be us. interested. Or email us. That's not even that's not listed anywhere on the wiki that I've noticed. Yeah. Um, though I'm not the wiki expert. Um, if you are, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, that was a it, lot. That was seemed yeah. more vague than the part one promo. Oh, definitely. I think the part one promo gave uh, other weird. Uh, well, okay, I think the part one promo definitely gave away more than this one did, mm-hmm. but. It's interesting that we have a two-parter yeah. with two different promos. Yeah, because that's normally not the case. That, it, Has that ever been the case before? We've had three-parters that have two different promos. Correct. I was going to say, we've done three-parters, and we've done, like, Plan B, I think, all as different promos. But mm-hmm. for a two-parter, I think I think this is the first one that we've covered. And it's probably just a, a thing with early Odyssey, Yeah, if yeah. I had to guess. That's but. interesting. That's super cool. So, um, this episode picks up just right where the last one left off, because obviously it is a part two with Connie at Blackard's Castle. Right. With, with a Chris recap intro. Yeah. That I... Kind of? I don't I, like it. No. Yeah. I, so, so Chris With the quote, evil Dr. Blackard. Yeah, I, I wrote down the whole thing, because it's wild. Yeah, go for Last it. time, Connie was about to go to work with the e- or work for the evil Dr. Regis Blackard. Will she do it? Let's find out. Yeah. She wasn't. No, she was there, and, like, she was definitely interested, but also, like, one, we don't necessarily know that Dr. Blackard is evil, Correct. per se. I mean, you know, you get the vibe, but, like, he, right. nothing explicit has happened right. yet. Correct. All he's done is announce that, is talk to Glossman about trying to stop Tom and Wit from being at the vote. Spoiler alert, he does. That's true. And he is not a good person. But yeah. I will, like, oh gosh, I just, Blackard is the best. The voice mm-hmm. acting is so good, yeah. and the just the conniving, and mm-hmm. all of it, like. Oh, he's got a good chuckle in this oh, episode. Oh, yeah. That chuckle. Oh, that, that gets me. That's, it does. Gives me chills. Woo. It starts off with Connie, I don't know, talking to him, referring to him as Mr. Blackard. He mm-hmm. corrects her and says he's Dr. To which mm-hmm. she asks, are you into medicine? Which was just funny. Holistic medicine. Oh, are you into medicine? Do you sell essential oils? <laughs> and Maxwell chimes in to say, no, he's an expert on kids. Yes, which... Ew. Yeah, nope. That makes me very uncomfortable. And, and also, Blackard... child psychology is, a like, medicine. Right. Like, that's a, right. that's a sect of science and... Right presumably right. if he has his yes. phd right he says he says no he's not a doctor he just has his phd in child psychology but yeah that is yeah that's like within the yeah. realm of practice i suppose right yeah i i don't i don't know enough but it seems to be close enough but yeah so maxwell jumps in and says he's an expert on kids and regis says well i know something about them and then chuckles <laughs> I don't like it. I don't either. It makes me so uncomfortable. I don't like how, like, 
because Richard uh, Maxwell says something later about being like like kids are really easy to manipulate, but adults are different or mm-hmm. something like that. And I'm just like, ah, ugh, I well, hate how the kids are the pawns in this. Right, I do too. Arc. Because because yeah, when you that's the classic villain thing is like, oh yeah, I'll kill an adult, but like I won't mess with kids. Yeah, and in this thing, it's, it's like, like we only mess with kids. We will traumatize the heck out of as many kids as we possibly can, but boy, I will not go near an adult. Yeah. So. So anyway, so they're talking like Connie and Regis and Maxwell are all talking. Oh. Um, about oh. Connie potentially working right, at Blackguard's right. castle. Because because Maxwell or so Blackguard says, uh, you know, Maxwell has told me that like you are looking for a job and mm-hmm. might like be a good candidate. How? Yeah. When? A text message perhaps. The previous ep- it's the eighties, Andrew. Shoot. The previous episode Maxwell stuck in the back left, and called from Wits End. <laughs> like he left. Connie then Stood and talked to Tom and Wit for a minute or two. Maybe. Then walked out. Maxwell was still there. And they walked to Blackguards together. Yep. Prior to that, they had not met. Yes. You are correct. Okay. That is so, yeah. No, I, I was thinking about that too. Like, how how did he know? But whatever. And so they're they're talking, and then applesauce starts coming up, and uh-huh. and they're like trying to like kind of get information out of her. Yeah, and the 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 big thing is like you were fired for being curious. Yeah, is kind of his yeah. thing. He keeps coming on. Very. Um, it sounds very uh, snake. Yeah, I was gonna say this sounds very or, like when you said like a bite of applesauce was you know was an Eden parallel. Like right. I was listening to this episode. Right. I was really getting it where like the serpentiness. Yeah, he's of... really preying on the innocence of Connie's curiosity. Uh-huh. And that it was an accident. And then Connie's pushing back. Connie's like, right. oh well you know she I She does betray- a really good job defending Wit. Yeah, like, oh well, you know, like rules have consequences and like if it was something that I was supposed to know about, he would have told me and he trusted me and I didn't do it. And that you know that that's that's really really good of Connie, and then and she starts kind of catching on to them trying to pry information about applesauce. Well, yeah, and she says something about it, and in and then def- yeah, because she says like, well, I don't know like what this has to do with me working here, right. and Blackard nails it. He does such a good job. His, oh my gosh, he has the thing that no other villain in. Odyssey or like a lot of mediums aren't self-aware. Mm-hmm. Like he knows that he's asking too much. Yeah, and is a very smooth talker. Yeah, and is quick to change directions. Yeah, it, it reminds me of like like in martial arts, like when you like use somebody's inertia against them mm. or something like that, where he just completely smoothly redirects it into this whole like, oh well. You know, at Blackguard's Castle, we're going to have, like, really high-caliber um, computers, like, yep. state-of-the-art technology. And, like, you know, technology is something that concerns us. And obviously, like, you know, Wit being yeah. one of our competitors, it's worth knowing and stuff like that. And, and it just, it is, like, smooth operator to the yeah. max. It's and a Connie, really great pivot. Yeah, yeah. Connie does a good job. Um and then what he offers her a job yeah 
and she opts to take time to think about it though Mm -hmm. she does seem yeah a little bit interested at least she's like Mm -hmm. you know i like i want to work with zen but obviously i can't just just sit around waiting forever yeah exactly Um, well and this is a parallel like I i can see for her being like very interested in it because it's like well this is as close as I can get to working at Wit's End without right. actually working there. Yeah. You know. And she has the chance to kind of bring it up from, from the ground up. And, yeah. Yeah. And um, and yeah, so she, she ends up leaving, um, at which point uh, Maxwell asks Blackard if they're actually going to hire her. And he's like, oh, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. To quote him, Whitaker's hold over her is too great. Because wit is God. Yeah, well, like, right. So we are very, we're still very Genesis, mm-hmm. like, parallels here. Yeah. Um, real heavy on that. I. It reminds me a lot of, like, the screw tape letters. Mm, I So I was going to reference a different C.S. Lewis. Oh, okay. Um, where I was going to say it's very, uh, very Paralandra, but. I've never read that. Um, it's the second book of his space trilogy. Okay. I read the first it's, book. So, oh, it's so much better than the first book. I mean, the first book's fine, but yeah, Paralandra is beautiful. Okay. Um, Interesting. And this is giving me vibes back to that. But yeah, Screw yeah. Tape Letters is, is a similar. Yeah. Similar it, it, it's, yeah, it's really good. I really like how they, I don't know. I mean, I think the voice, I think it's all so well done to portray portray um blackard as this sort of master manipulator of people and Mm -hmm. then like maxwell is good himself but he's ultimately just a conduit for what blackard's doing and that's something we didn't really do we didn't really get much of that in novacom really at all i mean novacom was like a bigger corporate idea and stuff like that but like i think this is what makes blackard so much better is that novacom is very much a the two different philosophies being at odds mm-hmm. whereas this is two different people being yeah at odds. yeah and like right we make a lot of jokes about with being like a god surrogate yeah. in this series blackard is absolutely a satan surrogate yeah exactly and well and that's why it works so well and like i like wit a lot more in this context than i do in novacom just because like this is such a good wit episode. Like yes. we see a lot of him being kind to Regis at first and like being contemplative and praying and things like that. Like, yeah, they do a really good job of showing wits heart and mm-hmm. like good nature and stuff. And they also weirdly, while these episodes are the like most direct God parallels, wit is also at his most fallible right now. Exactly. Like, maybe not for the whole series, but compared to Novacom, where Wit was not allowed to make a mistake, mm-hmm. he admit he admits that, like, stuff he's struggling with and mistakes he's making and stuff throughout this. Yeah. Um, Which is huge. Yeah, and kind of shares his inner processing, and, like, it's... He feels way more human... Mm-hmm. Even though he's at his most godlike. Quote it. That's so good. That's good. That's good stuff. Mm. Mm. Preach it. 
<laughs> this is me snapping into the microphone. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I just, I forgot how, I mean, obviously it's been a while since I've listened to this, but like, I just forgot how different Wit is in this art compared to Novacom. It's so, so good. Um, so then like after, uh, like Connie leaves, then like we get Richard and Blackard kind of talking about how they're going to get the license and stuff like that. And Maxwell's hesitant about manipulating adults because kids are one thing and right. and then blackard like loses it like flips a table or something mm-hmm. like that and mm-hmm. is like I, do you have his quote what he says i don't um, know i might um i can check to see if it's on the wiki real quick but it is yeah it is there okay his quote he he starts off by call he he starts off with you silly little coward what you Dare even think about disobeying my orders? Just remember, my fine young man, that I hold your future. We both know that you're guilty of far worse acts than charging a few grades, than changing the, the grades of a few eggheads at college. Perhaps you'd like me to pick up the phone and tell the authorities about them. No, 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 please. That's better. You're a smart fellow, Richard. I'm going to need people like you when I take over this town. Dun, dun, dun. It is so menacing. Like, he just, like, grabs Richard by the cojones. (laughs) It is so strong. Yeah. And it's... It's a great shot of his power. Him just completely losing his cool. Mm -hmm. But in a way that he's still in control yeah no no but he is it's not that he's angry as much as he's allowing himself to let that show do you remember the scene in the first lord of the rings where um bilbo is talking to gandalf and then like this the room goes really dark and he stands up and he's like you take me for a conjurer of cheap tricks like, yes like that's the vibe i'm getting where i'm like oh you should not mess with him. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, so we get that we get that thing of Maxwell's guilty of far worse than changing grades, which is um Yeah. Yeah. Which so we've like, established we, in Eugene's dilemma. This like this is stuff that we Right, the changing grades is Eugene's yeah, dilemma. But I'm yeah. saying we, we now know that there's even more beyond that um that Maxwell has done. Petty theft. Um he's it's. I think we've kind of touched on it before, but mm-hmm. it's really clear in this scene that he that Maxwell is Eugene's like foil. Exactly. In the same way that Blackard is to Wit. Yeah. Maxwell is to Eugene. And Does Connie ever about, get a foil? In I this? think. In these episodes, you could argue that it's Lucy. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Connie's also kind of the rope. Yeah. On either sides of this tug of war. Yeah. Um, so it's... D-I-D, damsel in distress. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know, damsel with agency, though. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, anyway, so yeah, just, just even from Maxwell's skill set, his, what he's willing to do, his loyalty to Blackard, and Mm -hmm. then we talked previously about his 
the the way they go with his the way he speaks being so in contrast to eugene like it's yeah. really really sets him up to just be the opposite but mm-hmm. blackguard is genuinely scary here oh yeah in a way that no yeah. one else is yeah like because he's way we... scarier than for charles or whatever than charles than um monica stone or um not not howards who's the who's the old dude in secret room oh um, fenwick yes fenwick percival fenwick like yeah. like even he who's like the embodiment of creepiness mm-hmm. um isn't nearly as scary yeah this is like as, foreboding as blackguard yeah because he isn't losing his cool Mm-mm. he is a man in complete control of yeah his emotions yeah we and, and like to to play off that like you just get the idea especially what the scene gets across is that not only is blackguard super smart super capable super evil but he has like he holds the strings for a lot of things including maxwell who's on his side right like he's in control of everybody right or can take control of everybody yep and then yeah. we transition to wit and tom yes good guys doing good guy things yeah they're hanging out with with tom's new horses uh mm-hmm. rachel and leah mm-hmm. um leah is jealous of rachel because bible allegories will not cease never never <laughs> ever <laughs> um but it's it's a great scene of tom and wit are friends and they're so good they play off each other like because wit's talking to tom about the vote with blackguard's yep. castle and then yeah. Tom turns it back around on Wit, talking about the situation with Connie. And oh, then yeah. they both kind of just resolve to like, we need to like, we need to take some time and pray about it. Yeah. The, yeah, the kind of that thing, Tom is really worried about this vote. And mm-hmm. Wit's just like a solid reassuring friend on him. And then Tom flips things and kind of calls Wit on his, like his BS. Like yeah. he's like, Look, man, that that thing with Connie yesterday, that was ridiculous. Like, you need to get ahead of this. Yeah. And Wit's like, well, I really don't like her hanging out with Maxwell. Like, that's got me super nervous. And Tom has a beautiful line um, where he says, I think Connie has more strength than you're giving her credit for. Yay! And this is kind of throughout odyssey Mm -hmm. that wit is wit is very parental towards Mm -hmm. connie but in the way that parents sometimes underestimate what their kids are capable of um but tom always seems to kind of i don't know see see her what she's capable of and giving her additional responsibilities with the timothy center and really like yeah he's di- he's distant enough like he, right yeah he he's right he's, he's close removed. enough to see what's yep. happening but distant enough to not have it really be influenced by his own personal bias a ton that's fair and he's just oh, he's the best yeah this is such a good and this is like 
this is a part of what makes Wit and Tom such good people. Not because they do the right thing the whole time, but because they're friends and they support each other and they point each other to God and they end up praying. And it's so like, yeah, yeah, like this is, I don't know, like, like when we gave Wit a lot of grief for how he was in Novacom, like this is what I wanted to happen with his interactions with Tom. Like, yeah, and for someone who, like, for a show that is for kids, mm-hmm. with oftentimes, oftentimes about kids, mm-hmm. it's, I love how much care is put into these adult characters. Yeah. And I worry, as someone who hasn't listened to a ton of recent Odyssey, Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder how Wit is. Mm-hmm. Because... It, I think that it, of what I've listened to, I think it is trans, transitioning away from that. Right. And I think, I think maybe you're able to make Wit kind of the oversight of a thing, but not a character mm-hmm. is maybe the, the direction. But just the fact that he doesn't have tom or jack yeah um he doesn't have these solid relationships with peers mm-hmm. um is yeah, yeah like has got to be loses that i don't right. know who he has yeah other than them now yeah I, I i mean yeah even bernard like we don't have bernard we don't yeah. have tom we don't have jack yeah because None of them got recast when Wit did. Yeah. And so, so you can't, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, maybe they have introduced people to be that person to Wit, Mm -hmm. but it's, yeah, I don't know. It would be interesting to listen through those episodes and see, yeah, how that stuff's handled. Definitely. No, I de- I'm listening. I'm I'm thinking about like the green ring and stuff like that where I can't really think of anybody that's really consulting with wit as much right. as Tom is with him now. Right. You exactly. Know? There's because there's always going Maybe Jason? To, yeah, like maybe Jason gets the ability to call his dad out on stuff. Yeah. But like Connie and Eugene, I can't see ever getting to a place where they could have a conversation with wit like this, mm-hmm. where they're directly confronting him mm-hmm. in a loving way. Yeah. I and maybe that does happen and we just don't right. know it. But and that's, that's exactly it. But like, what I'm we've heard... interested to see how it's handled because mm-hmm. I just, I can't imagine Odyssey without this like we have right now. And now I'm sad. So then we go to <laughs> a... Brutal scene with our favorite couple, Richard and Lucy. He was waiting. What was it? Richard was waiting for Lucy or something like that. And then uh, and then he's like, and then Lucy feels bad about stuff that was going on with Connie, like everything that happened before. And then Richard's like, you want to make it up to her? And then, and then, and then, and then she, what, what does she do? She calls Connie's. Yeah. Mom. Well, yeah. So so his plan is he's trying to find a way to get 
Connie and she's Whit. using Connie right. to he, get Wit out of the meeting, right. and she's and then she's um, and then Richard right. has got to get rid of Tom. Right, and so so Maxwell's move is is that he is, um, yeah, he's gonna manipulate Lucy into doing this for him. We actually we do a fun thing where he goes to describe the plan we cut to commercial break and we come back from commercial break with the plan already being described Mm. which is really nice yeah um and then lucy's got cold feet about it but Mm -hmm. maxwell's telling her that he likes her Mm -hmm. and um he says that you're just helping them to do what they already want to do that's not lying Uh i'm so just viscerally in my in the core of my being uncomfortable with richard maxwell yeah he's a bad dude he's a weasel yeah he is a weasel wazel that, um, that was an episode right the lawyer wazel it's pronounced wazel oh yeah there's a lawyer or something yeah like that. i forget i think you're right yeah. i forgot about that anyways uh yeah, it's is it it's something where like is it the one where they I don't know, it's something where Bart and Yeah um and and Rodney are like suing wit. Yeah. Um which am I wrong to say that happens more than once? I think I think it's I think it's the one where he falls through the the um skyline. Yes, 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 yes. Um I had that episode. Mr. Weasel. Weasel. Anyways. Weasel. Um, it doesn't... That was... Whatever. Good um, tangent. So... So, yeah. So, so, the plan is executed as such. Lucy gives... Or, Lucy calls June mm-hmm. and says that Wit wants to meet Connie mm-hmm. at Stone Bridge, which mm-hmm. is the trickle lake of bridges. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then Lucy gives Wit a typed note from Connie. Yeah. Um... And Wit decides that going to be with Connie's asking to see him, going to be with her is better, is more important than going to that town meeting. Aww. Aww. And he does like the, they do like the phone tag thing and then they meet up at the bridge and, um, and they, they have this really great conversation where they kind of realize what's going on. Like, like, you know, off the bat, they realize Connie just goes in apologizing and talking about what, what was going on, on her camp. mind. Yeah. And so she's so it's not clear. Like she still at this point thinks that Wit invited her. Wit thinks yeah. that she invited like that is very well staged. Mm-hmm. And so they have this conversation back and forth. And then Wit says, uh, you know, I. Um, and they realize then that wit wasn't the yeah he didn't initiate like, he it. didn't initiate it neither did she mm-hmm. and then they're able to piece together it's lucy because wit saw her on the phone and yep. she gave him the note yep. um and they kind of brush it off as you know maybe um she just wanted to make things up yeah um after what had happened kind of like well i uh, don't think so Mm-hmm. And launches into her conversation about camp, and then Wit is so ecstatic when he hears that Connie learned her lesson, and Connie's like, "Why are you smiling?" And Wit's like, "Because I hired Eugene back because he learned your lesson, or because he learned his lessons, and now I know that like you've learned yours." Yeah. 
and it's so good and Connie gets so happy and then and then Connie's like so so now what and what's like well there's an ice cream shop in Discovery Emporium that has an opening yeah if you're interested in yeah. it yeah and oh man he's just so so happy yeah their their whole conversation is really good Connie apologizing for the other day and yeah. the stuff with Eugene and her just like I love shows where they let characters talk about their feelings and explain why they were having them yes because emotional intelligence right because too often shows just do the thing where people are misunderstood because they're not willing to open up Mm -hmm. and that's a source of conflict yeah but here we get Connie being like, look, like, I'm sorry for the way I brushed you off the other day. I, like, I was thrown off by, um, by Eugene being there. Mm-hmm. And then Wit's like, yeah, you know, I did, I wasn't great either. I was surprised to see you. And, and you, you being with Maxwell was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and Connie's like, yeah, I, like, it literally just met him. It like, reminds me of the scene in Novacom when Wooten and Connie are talking about their feelings mm. in the park or whatever. And it's just, it, it, it's exactly that, where it's just like, this, we have these characters that we know so much about what's going on, but the payoff is not when things get better, it's when these conversations are had and we, yeah. like, we know what's going on, but the payoff is when they both know what's going on. Yeah, and just the fact that that scene we saw in the previous episode mm-hmm. of them running into each other could have pushed them away from each other. Mm-hmm. Wit was, like, pushed away to some extent. Yeah. And Connie could have, frustrated with the whole situation, gone and joined up with Blackard, and this never would have happened. Mm-hmm. But... Instead, they decide to act like mature adults and talk to each other about everything that was going on. Mm -hmm. And it's so positive and so unexpected from... Like, it's not what you expect from television shows and from, like, that sort of thing. Like, it's, like, conflict... That would be easy to solve is left unsolved because we need there to be conflict. Mm-hmm. And this, they're like, no, like we can we can talk it out and it'll be good. Yeah, and I freaking love it. Well, and it's yeah, and and it, and it it plays well because now Kanye is on the side of wit, and what this then directly transitions to is the barn being right. on fire. Right. Them seeing that the barn yeah. is on fire and they run over. They're excited. The music swells beautifully mm-hmm. about, you know, Connie being rehired. And then it does a nice transition into like a dun-dun-dun kind of. And they realize there's a fire. And it's the barn on fire. Yeah. And, and the great thing is that this is established before that this bar, that this bridge is close to Tom's barn. Right. Because Wit says right. it earlier. It's like, oh, that's like five minutes away from right. Tom's barn. Wit, Wit says, because when he's talking about going to the... To meet Connie. Yeah. Right. To meet Connie instead of going to the meeting is like, oh, that's headed out in the opposite direction towards Tom's barn. We also, mm-hmm. we got the scene before this of Tom's barn starting to go up in flames. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they are now rushing off 
to there. Connie leaves her bike on the bridge and hops in Wit's car and mm-hmm. they take off um, and arrive at Tom's. Yeah. Um, and then is Tom unconscious? No, he's there. He talks. Yeah. It seems like he's, I mean, he's coughing and whatnot. Yeah. He's maybe near the barn mm-hmm. um, or at the barn and Connie kind of like grabs him um, and Wit runs in. Tom's like, the horses, Wit, the horses. And Tom Wit runs in to, to get the horses, to let them out. And they take off and they all get out and the barn collapses. And that's the episode. Yep. Oh, no. wait, no, no, no. Then we get it's the not. vote. It cuts to the vote at the town council right. meeting because it's not city council. The vote was established earlier that there, are, I guess, are five people who vote. Mm-hmm. It's Tom, Glossman, um, and then the three Donahue, Fenster, and Hernsby. My um, favorite law firm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, it's so funny that Tom is always on one side of issues. Glossman's on the other. And the other three guys are swing votes. Like they yeah. don't have opinions because yeah. that would just, no, wouldn't it be six with Wit? Wit's not on the council. Wit's not on the council. Correct. Then why was he at the meeting? Uh, the, the idea I think is that townspeople can go to the meetings and not uh, vote. Okay. I'm, I thought he was on the council. I mean, I know he's on the council at the college. You remember, he, Tom says to Wit, refers to Wit as Mr. Whitaker, and Wit responds yeah, back yeah, yeah. as Councilman, Councilman Riley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he's not there We're getting for the a original thing. Where, right. Yeah, okay. We're not originally, there's not originally a conversation between Tom Wit and Glossman. It's mm-hmm. just Tom and Glossman going at it mm-hmm. because they're both on the council. And yeah. I think Wit's just being pulled in as member at large of the yeah. town. Yeah. Um, interesting and so that means wit's luke right yeah or uh or babette um (laughs) but the uh yeah um it yeah so he it was it four a or four eyes or three eyes or yeah so it's four eyes and tom defers by not being there yeah and it's one of those things where it's like they need to get tom and wit out because Mm -hmm. tom both of them would have campaigned against it, mm-hmm. regardless of whether or not they, they like, Tom can vote, Wit can't, but mm-hmm. either way, they can talk the other three into being swing, against yeah. Glossman. Yeah. Because um, they're easily swayed. Or at least it wouldn't be a guarantee, mm-hmm. and Blackard needs a guarantee. Um, oh, that's the other thing. So they do they do vote for Blackard's castle. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Um we also have in the fire scene wit immediately jumping to what if this like tom's like i must have left something flammable mm-hmm. out you yeah know, yeah like it's not that uncommon for burns to bar- for, for burns to barn for burns to barn for burns to burn um and tom and wit's like maybe it was set deliberately yeah dun and, dun dun yeah so that's the episode yeah and then freaking wit or not no chris no no, yeah and then chris at the end is like you're just gonna have to listen to the battle i'm like oh no yeah it's building yeah it's building oh Oh, it's so good yeah yeah so Um, wait why is so wit is opposed to blackard's castle because maxwell's there yes maybe we never actually really hear wit's be, with being opposed to it exactly 
Blackard's concerned that Wit would go against it. Yeah, and Wit has a lot of sway. Right. But Wit, in the previous episode, kind of fought alongside Blackard, um, or alongside proper process. Mm -hmm. And then in this one, Tom's ranting about about not wanting it, but Wit doesn't really say anything. Okay. Um, So it doesn't seem like Wit is... One way actually again. against it at this point mm. although probably if, at this point right, now 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 he's going to yeah, yeah. perhaps okay. it's the turning point yeah um is there anything from the guide about this episode no i did the, everything was basically last episode okay so cool um any final yeah. thoughts then um really like in this series I'm yeah excited to this talk is about the next so one. good like i want to listen to the next one right now yeah. <laughs> but i don't because i want to make sure my takes are fresh for the pod yeah it's i'm enjoying this so much uh, i didn't like i was excited before we started doing blackard like because i hadn't listened to it in a while but like i didn't realize how different it was going to be and like oh it's it's really good so so yeah. so so good Enjoying it very much, Lee. Yeah. Do you got anything to promote, Dylan? I don't. Mm-hmm. No. I'm, I'm not promoting anything right. Oh, actually, no, I'll, I'll do this. This has been going on for a couple weeks now. So at the start of the new year, mm-hmm. um, I, I you guys have heard me talk about my Letterboxd account in mm. the past. That's a place I leave reviews and whatnot for movies. Um, I have since... Since the new year, so, you know, for the last bit, been kind of changed my approach. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer leaving star reviews or kind of like quippy mm-hmm. um, reviews about this stuff. I'm trying to take on things in a more, I don't know, natural way that's almost more for me than for a wider audience. Yeah. Um, but... That being said, if people are interested in my thoughts on movies, that is is always a good place to mm-hmm. yeah, to get in touch on DJ Weaver on that platform and I'll throw a link in the in the description here. Nice. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything to promote, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, if you see me on campus at LBC, <laughs> say hi. <laughs> <laughs> um and then and then our one one other thing is uh, we we have two new uh five star reviews on apple podcasts oh one is yours which i am not happy about (laughs) yeah i don't really like us giving ourselves a review but uh i'm not in control over andrew (laughs) it's true Um, you aren't (laughs) so so that's there um uh but in in addition we have a uh review from lee from the aio wiki Oh, uh, five stars. The title is, Do You Have a Bucket on Your Head? What a hero. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love Lee. Um, so uh, the review says, uh, after hearing all 59 episodes. Holy of Moses, Lee. 2018 and 2019. I'm officially giving the Wadfam Chalk Pod five stars. It was definitely shaky at the beginning, but over time, the objective reviews and clever banter won me over. I love hearing your thoughts and gaining new perspectives on classic episodes. Looking forward to Blackard. And if you like this review, tweet at us. 
Lee, you're a champion of men. <laughs> so, oh, thanks. So that that was a uh, wow. That is a that is a bit that you only get if you've listened to all of them. <laughs> uh, so yeah, always always appreciate uh, reviews there. If you want us to read your review on the podcast and aren't Andrew, you can go leave that on Apple Podcasts. Yes, sir, or ma'am. <laughs> All right, and uh, with with all that positivity, said, we'll be back yeah. next week. <laughs> yes, we will be back next week for wait a second. What's the episode number? Episode eighty three, the battle, part one. Bye, bye, guys. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lids Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadFamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadFamChalkPod at gmail.com. The Nemesis Part 2 was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick. Hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. <laughs> <laughs>